Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm your host, John, and today I'm going to talk about the benefits of adding a speciality beer or meal to a tavern in your D&D game. Now, I'm no stranger to the law of adding weird drinks and weird food to taverns. I've spoke about this on a number of previous occasions. But it occurred to me recently that I might be missing an opportunity to add a little bit of depth and a bit of extra flavour, if you will, to my campaign world. Now, this thought came to me when I was looking at a sort of preview version of the Carcass Crawler Zine for Old School Essentials, put out by Necrotic Gnome. And in issue two, Gavin Norman has put a little article where it has like basic prices for inns, taverns, various services, and stuff like that. So, you know, you've got like ale, five silver pieces a pint, mead, one gold piece a pint, wine, one gold piece a pint. Then you've got food, cheese, fruit, porridge, roast joints, soup, stew, stuff like that. And you've got your uh, your cost for lodgings for the night. And since this is designed to go with the sort of core old school essentials, it's pretty generic. Gavin, however, also in his Dolmenwood setting, which since I backed the Patreon of, I've got some sort of work in progress stuff of that, has added in a lot more varieties and like specialty brews with like weird and strange special effects. So a number of which were first detailed in the zine Wormskin, which was like the precursor to the Dolmenwood campaign setting. Although obviously the Dolmenwood campaign setting has not come out in full yet. And I sort of fell into what I think is a little bit of a, a trap, or maybe it's just a, a flaw in myself, that when I saw all these bizarre brews, I wanted to introduce them all to all of the taverns and every pub in my setting. And that does have some good points. I mean, the players love hearing about like crazy brews and trying like different drinks and different meals and stuff like that, especially if they get some sort of weird role play effect out of it. My group really eat that sort of stuff up and it's generally quite good fun. However, it also occurred to me that in just sort of throwing these things out there as sort of strange, weird effects, I wasn't really tapping into their potential as a, an unused plot hook or bit of the history of my campaign world. Now, as a GM, you know, you have to be a little bit sneaky when it comes to like sliding your world background in there. Because let's face it, as a GM, you're invested in the campaign world you've made. And the player characters, even if they're the most invested of players, they're not going to be probably at the same level as yourself. And everyone's got other stuff going on. That's how it should be, and that's how it will be. So there's no point really worrying about it. However, if you can sneak a little bit of background in and make it interesting and relevant, then you can really add a lot of depth and texture to your campaign setting. So it occurred to me that, well, 99% of the time, you can just have these sort of very generic services. Oh, you know, you buy a mug of ale, you buy a, a pint of mead or whatever. Because if you always have like everything is weird and extreme, then it sort of loses its bizarreness. You know, it's a whole thing, you know, if everything's weird, then nothing is weird. Whereas if you've just got, oh, generic ales and meads and foods and whatever, and then the barman leans over to him and says, oh, have you sp tried a special brandy wine butter beer? then the player character is going to be like, oh no, what's that? What, what's what's different between that and like the normal beer we've been drinking? 
And you could just leave it at that. I mean, if you want, you could throw in a bit of a role-play effect. Like, maybe it makes people particularly mirthful or jolly when they drink it, or something out like that. And if you want some examples of that, check out the, the Wormskin zines from Necrotic Gnome. And there's numerous other sources for sort of various brews online. But as well as doing that, you could also use it, to, like I say, to sneak in a little bit of background plot for your game. So most uh, most taverns in like your typical faux medieval fantasy world, they're not going to be exporting their beer in from like miles and miles and continents away because, well, they don't really have the the same sort of mass transit system that we have in the real world. Obviously, there's magic and whatnot, and there's a few other things that you can get around that if you really need to, but by and large, you know, you're not going to be, like, hopping on your magic carpet and, like, flying a few crates of beer over to a different country, although that could make a pretty interesting story if you wanted to go down that route. However, it's more likely that there'll be like a local brewer, a local cheesemaker, or there'll be a, a local baker or something like that who provides the goods to the tavern. So you can sort of have the tavern keeper say, like maybe he says, oh, this is this brandy wine butter beer. Oh, it's made by uh, the old fellow George who like, lives in the, little, the next village over. And then you can either drop some plot hooks in, you're like, oh yeah, uh, he was a bit late with this delivery because I've been having problems with like bandits on the road. So... I mean, that's an obvious one, but you could drop other things in as well. Or maybe you could say that, like, oh, yeah, he was a, he was actually, he's just started to, like, get popular with this drink, so he's looking to, like, export it a bit further afield, but they need some people to, like, protect the caravans. And you can introduce different sort of plot hooks and different sort of adventure hooks like that. You also, by doing that, you add in another NPC without really doing a lot of extra work, and it makes your campaign world seem more lived in and to have more of a sort of three-dimensionality to it because it's not just, oh, they've got these random beers because we think it's funny and it's interesting. It's we've got these random beers that are funny and interesting, but they're actually produced by someone in the campaign setting who you could go and visit potentially if you wanted to so let's say you're like oh i think this uh i think this bar keeps like marking up his beer to get a bit of extra profit we're going to go direct to the source we're going to hunt down this favorite brew that we like and you could go with it like that and you can lean into it however much your players want your players might just be a case of like oh that's interesting yeah guy over in the next village lovely slurp 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 no problems however if they are interested in this npc You've got some of that information there. You can lean into it. And it's a very easy way of adding this extra texture to your campaign world. But like I say, don't overuse it too much. Just sprinkle a few of these little sort of condiments, if you will, about in your taverns, your inns, stuff like that to make them stand out from the everyday like cheese, bread, ale, mead and wine that you can get from a bog standard tavern. And who knows, your player characters might pick up on them and it gives you some ready-made plot hooks and stuff that you can run with. So there we are. Those are my thoughts on how adding a speciality brew or a meal at your local tavern could add a lot to your game. I'll probably think of a few more of these as soon as I finish recording. Tends to be the way. So I might do another episode on this in the future. I'm not sure we'll see how that pans out. So anyway, what do you think? Do you have any do you love speciality brews at taverns? Are you not bothered? You just want to pay your two GP and get straight 
to the adventuring. Let me know what you think, and you might be featured in a future voicemail response episode. You can get in touch with us a number of ways by either sending us a voicemail to SpeakPipe or Anchor, link in the description down below, or you could send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun. Mm-hmm.